Ladies and gentlemen, before we start this uh, episode of episode 87 of Rank Great Podcast and also the interview, I want to make this announcement right here, right now. And regarding to last night's uh, controversy, and I decided to have Jordan back with me on on Arnor. And if people would dis- if people disagree with that, you know, I got to say for the you know people who doesn't support Jordan, I'll say this to my good friend Dan XP: you can go eat a dick. And yes, that's why I said that. But still, still, thank you for supporting the show throughout 87 episodes. And with that being said, let's start the show. Thank you, Alex Paris, for the great introduction, as always, for every each and every episode. A pleasant good evening, everyone, as we welcome you to episode 87 of the Rant Great Podcast. And, you know, interviews coming up. We, it's already backstage right now, but either way, we'll start off with the introductions. As for me, the co-founder, the co-creator and producer, and one of the four main hosts of the show, Brandon Martin. And next to me, as always, is the second of four main hosts, and also the other co-founder, the other co-creator, my good friend, Jordan Little. Good to be here, you know, on this uh, beautiful, wonderful night. And along with us is uh, Michael Bombardier. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. We have an awesome interview coming up, and we have a great special guest to join us for that. Yep, absolutely indeed, Michael. And and speaking of that, she's actually here backstage right here right now as we'll get the interview started right here right now. As she competed many in AEW, you know, Dark, Dark Elevation, along with Mission Pro Wrestling, PPW, many other promotions. So... Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in Miss Reality, Maddie Rankowski. <laughs> Hello, how are y'all? Doing great. We're doing good. You look like you just went through a match on Elevation. A little bit, a little bit. And I made the poor decision to eat blueberries before I started. So I'm over here trying to make sure. I don't oh. have like all the. <laughs> oh, and also yeah. with us at this time is uh, Eric Lima. Sorry, I came a little bit late. Hello, hello, America. Hello, Maddie. How you doing? Hello. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, oh. Yes, we'll go ahead. Well, go ahead, Brian. This is your shtick. I mean, you gotta. Yes. You know. I mean, I'll go ahead and start since I'm the booker of the show. <laughs> what did it get into what does it you know let me try it again how did you get into professional wrestling um yeah so as far as like uh watching it or like actually wrestling or both both actually if you want okay 
Um, so I originally started watching wrestling. I got into it through my brother. Um, he somehow found it flipping through channels. He saw China um, and that just instantly caught his eye. Uh, so he started wrestling. I mean, not wrestling, but he started watching. Um, and ever since then, I, I would sit and watch because me and him were like, were like that. So, like, I was my brother's brother is what I always say. And so I started watching it because of him. Uh, saw the Hardy Boys and Lita and instantly, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of got yeah. drawn into that. Yeah. Attitude era. Y'all love that stuff. Yeah, it was eye-catching. Like, as a child, just flipping through and you, you see them. It catches your eye. You have to stop. Um, so that's how I got into that. As far as uh, wrestling, like, um, actually doing it myself. Uh, I was actually in school and I was like, mm, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit and I'm become a wrestler. And that was like always the ongoing joke. Uh, and my mom was like, well, mm, how about you get your degree first and then you can ruin your life. Uh, so I basically said bet. Uh, and that's exactly what I did after I graduated. <laughs> You know, uh, speaking of uh, the Hardys, uh, one of them recently, I think one of them got released from WWE recently. Am I not mistaken? Yeah, Matt? No, no, Matt I thought Hardy, it was Jeff, I no, 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 Matt Hardy went to AEW, but Jeff Hardy, didn't he get released recently? Or no, is that he, he no he's still on Raw, I think. He's still on Raw, if I remember correctly. I mean, I don't know what is up. I mean, the thing is, WWE has to stop with, the, with these releases now because I think they've done enough collateral damage as it is. But... Since we're on here, um, uh, who's your favorite Hardy boy? Um, Jeff. When I, I was it. younger, definitely Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. She, of course, she you have like, to go with She, I knew she was going to say Jeff because I, I could, I could tell she was a Jeff Hardy fan. I mean, who was it? Holy. Yeah, and you know, but. <laughs> I could what? totally relate to that because you always got to go with the charismatic enigma. Yeah, he's he's just it. Like you just like enthralled by him. Of course, like now though, like Matt is just you don't know what he's gonna say, and I don't know something about that. The truth is the truth tagline. It just really resonates, you know, because the truth, it is the truth, you know. Uh, when I think of the <laughs> truth, just... I think of I think of what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up. <laughs> you know, hard truth or wrong the, the truth, truth really, yeah. Speaking of Ron, speaking of uh, Jeff Hardy, you know, I mean, I've actually am going to be reviewing a TNA pay per view that he main evented, the first uh, three hour pay per view, uh, Victory Road two thousand four uh, soon, but that's going to be for a different uh, date and time. In fact, I'll be announcing that as one of my topics later. But anyway, um, anyone uh, got a question for uh, Michael? Yeah, I got one. So, like Brandon said, you've recently competed on AEW to compete. A in matches against the likes of, let's say, legit Layla Hirsch and Ty Conti, just what was that feeling like? Um, well, Layla was actually my first match uh, on the AEW platform, so it was terrifying. It was utterly terrifying. Um, I have been wrestling for a little bit, uh, a very short little bit, but wrestling in front of an independent crowd, uh, going in like to an independent show, like you know, like the people there are going to see it and like maybe a couple people on YouTube, but going into AEW, not actually knowing if you're going to have a match, them giving you a match 
and then knowing that it's going to be streamed on their channel for thousands and thousands to watch it's nerve-wracking like it's literally like you're putting yourself up for every criticism there could be um so that match I was definitely nervous um but you know I have confidence in myself so as nerve-wracking as both of those were because both of them are incredible athletes um like I knew I knew I could do it like I knew I could go out there and hang with them unfortunately uh I I didn't win, but <laughs> I wish you did first of all. Ah, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, Eric, you got something for? Yeah, I'm just trying to get over what just happened on NXT. I'll, I'll explain when when everything's over. Um, man, frick NXT. Hey, I'm still watching. Calm down, Jordan. <laughs> um, oh, 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 I'm calm, but that's only but that's only for right. you know past oh, you know hours. What? I mean, this oh. is like way past my bedtime. Hot, dang it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gonna be I can't um, help it. I need my sleep. <laughs> I need. I need. I need my teddy bear. I need my boo bear. I need everything to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, even man. even if it's from lightning from his dick himself, the Undertaker. Stop that. <laughs> oh, it's a good guy, Joe Maddie. Forgive him for that. Um, <laughs> Now I'm that was like you said episode 84 of me, Jordan. Well, thank you very much. Um, Michael, be glad to say in episode 69. <laughs> yeah, thank God for that. Ow! Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, talk about awesome competing in AEW, man. which I think is really cool. They have a decent women's division. Um, who, you, who, haven't, who haven't you faced in the AEW that you want, wouldn't want to face? Um, obviously yeah um there's there's still a couple girls on the roster that i have not gone toe-to-toe with Mm -hmm. uh such as diamante uh jade uh chris statlander just came back uh so i haven't Mm -hmm. gone against her either so there's still quite a few that i Mm -hmm. that i still can go up be very interested to see you in those matches wait to see you back in that ring especially AEW, and they had a great talent yeah yeah uh, uh, Brandon, what do you got for? Sure, turn. All right, we got a uh, question on Instagram. It goes by the name of Logan Logan Peoples 06. Logan Peoples 06. Well, it's better. Than, well, it's better than Logan Paul. Oh, <laughs> I know what you're going with. <laughs> uh, Everybody's seen the fight. Yes. By the way, just so we're clear, I don't believe in the BS between you and Floyd, so don't even try and fool me, bitch. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyway, for this question from the peoples, because uh, Maddie already answered that first part, uh, the second part is, and what is your favorite wrestler current and all time? Good question. Like um, um, currently, I think my favorite wrestler is uh, Rhea Ripley. Mm, um, awesome. All time, uh, as as weird as it sounds, um, one of my favorite wrestlers is probably Enzo Amore. And you yeah. can teach that. Exactly. Well, well, exactly. Exa- well, well S- that's because S- that's S- because S- you can't. That's because you can't, Eric. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> But you know, you'll be soft. Soft. 
Swath. You know, uh, yeah, swath like swaggy bottoms and 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 hoggies. <laughs> anyway, and a couple of haters, but from from the hoggies department. Couple of haters, couple of goombas. Okay. And from Goombas from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> well, I was fun here, Maddie. That's what we all know. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, happen. you know, someone just uh, referenced something in a chat I'm in. Uh, like, regarding, you know, you catching some heat from Big Swall. I mean, uh, what's that all about? I mean, like, uh, did you, was there any backstage problems between you and uh, Big Swall by any chance? No, no, there was not. Well, someone said. Well, someone said I remember, like, and I quote, not going to name any names, saying I remember her catching some serious heat from Big Swall. So I don't know where that's from, but if you say it didn't happen, it didn't happen. Just wondering, but I guess that's going to be a question counted. But wait, hold on. I'm I'm old enough to be your fought. Oh, I know what Jeffrey's talking about. <laughs> Jeffrey's talking about. I know what he's talking about, man. Yeah, anyway, Michael, you got some for? Yeah, uh, let me follow up, if I may, on uh, Eric's question, and this is still regarding to AEW. Now with uh, Britt Baker as AEW World Champion, um, AEW Women's Champion to be exact, uh, would there be – is it only a matter of time when one of these days when you're appearing on AEW going up against uh, Britt Baker? I mean, uh, one can only, like, hope uh, I can get an opportunity – uh, such as that, but all I can do is keep working, uh, see, see what I can do. I mean, obviously that would be a dream to get a champ, uh, a title shot there, but you just gotta see. I, I personally agree with that. Hard work pays off. I mean, then again, they're not always going to be with their, uh, you know, their win loss system, but that's a different whole story for another time. <laughs> Especially when they finally have to do it, when they have to put Britt Baker in the spot, <laughs> but you know, one thing I am happy about is that she's the champion for the time being, because after all, after being in there for almost what, two years now, she finally mm. gets her opportunity to be a champion. Mm. Anyway, Eric, you got some for? Um, yeah. What happened here? Did you get hit in the face or something like that? Um, did you yeah, I broke my nose or my oh. nose was broken. Um, there was an incident. Um, we don't know who exactly was involved, but, uh, I ended up breaking my nose and I had to get surgery, so I'm gonna be out for a little bit. Oh, oh. hope we get well. Hope we get well. Yes, thank yeah. you. Because they do have to bust somebody up to, uh, to hurt a beautiful woman like you. So, <laughs> I appreciate that. Was it well? Just to just to clarify, was this? Are you sure this wasn't during a match or just randomly? Like what happened? Like no, I, it was not during a match. Uh, unfortunately, mm -hmm. it was after training. Um, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Get well. Anyway, That's all I uh, you got you got some for Bren? Yeah, and another question on Instagram yet again. Uh, Ronald, the underscore Asanza, another underscore, says this: How do you describe your first day training to be a pro wrestler? Uh, so the first day, uh, it's very very intimidating walking into a place that you're unfamiliar with a whole bunch of people that you don't know. Um, so it was terrifying. Uh, I started wrestling uh, at the school called the hybrid school of wrestling in San Antonio, Texas. Um, 
and the way that they have it set up before you can even touch a ring, uh, you have to go through cardio to make sure that you're going to be able to withstand during a match. Uh, so my first day in wrestling training uh, was just cardio. Uh, we would do, I got there, we did warm-ups, which were five sets of, uh, we did 20 push-ups, 20 squats, 20 sit-ups, 20 mountain climbers and something else. But it was like five sets of that. So it was like a ton of stuff that I, I wasn't really prepared for it, uh, but got through it. And now I think they do like five sets of 50. Like they just keep like working up. It's, it's a lot. But uh, as far as my first time in the ring, um, it's, it's definitely daunting as well, uh, getting in a wrestling ring. Uh, just because you know that you're going to like get hit or you know you're going to hit that mat. And so it's kind of unlearning everything that you ever know to like human instincts to stop yourself from getting hurt and just go out there and give it your all. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you're wrestling on pavement or on or on like concrete or whatever when it comes to hitting that mat. Yeah, it's not uh, padded or soft or cushiony like everyone thinks it is and what well, should be i mean it could prevent it could prevent less injuries in my take but then again if it was padded then that means the difficulty of running would be you know kind of vague at best yeah it'd be like running in sand which is hard <laughs> um michael you got some for i mean i already asked her a question which i don't want to take away from you well you, you didn't well, you didn't, so I, I still got another one. So let me go back to when you made your debut back in Mission Pro Wrestling. It was a match against someone who I believe is going into the WWE Hall of Fame someday, uh, the female fighting phenom jazz. Just what was that feeling like? <laughs> yeah, that one was also terrifying because, uh, again, growing up, uh, I used to watch her on the television. And back then, she was scary. Like, she was unlike any other women or woman you saw on that WWE roster, like she brought a different element. She was tough. She was strong. And you didn't always see that from the girls there. So I just remember like growing up watching her, she terrified me. Uh, so then going into this match, I'm going to be standing across the ring from her. Uh, it was very nerve wracking. And again, like you said, uh, that was literally my first match ever. So that kind of like doubled the pressure. Um, but ultimately I would love to do it again. Uh, now that I'm a little bit further in my career and she is wrapping hers up, I would love to step in the ring with her one more time. Funny thing I is she, she actually, her, she actually headlined she had, WrestleMania 19, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep. That's actually a real honor to face someone who actually headlined the first WWE branded WrestleMania. Yeah, she is. She is truly amazing, and I'm fortunate enough to have her as one of my trainers. And Jazz is one of the best, I'll tell you. Absolutely. One, one thing. I, one thing I will say, though, I just don't. I mean, I really find it kind of weird of how she lost the title to you know Gail Kim when Gail Kim just made her Raw debut, like the moment, and it's in her first match on Raw, and then the Battle Royal. I mean, I always found it kind of odd. Like she got herself taken out of a match. Like, you know, during the battle Royal, you know, and I'm like, wait, where's the, where's the referee doing the X symbol at? I mean, 
I mean, is it, I mean, I feel like this was all work, but then again, I, I can't really tell between the lines anymore when it comes to wrestling. I mean, they just know how to confuse the frick out of you. But mm-hmm. anyway, Eric, you got some for? I'm trying to think of, oh. uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> trying to think. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Hey. <laughs> Don't be, don't embarrass me from the lady. Let's go. Let's not. Let's not. It's crazy now. Yeah, wrestling. Is there anybody else? Uh, is there anybody in Impact Wrestling? Would you like to face? Um, an Impact. Uh, I think they've definitely got a lot of good talent over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of powerhouses. I think over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. Oh God, you're right about that. Yeah. So yeah, I think, Rosa, I think. Rachel Ellering, those, those yeah. two young, yeah, I like Rachel Ellering. Uh, Sue Young's there, and you know, there's a lot of great talent there. I'll tell you one yeah. thing: you're, who, who you're not going to face, you're, you're not going to face um uh, that you know the woman who's related to Tully Blanchard. Oh, e, I know yeah. who you're talking about. Then she's not there anymore. Uh, yeah, she's not there anymore, yeah. Jordan. And, and I wonder why. <laughs> No, it's not me bashing against her. I'm just thinking, like, it, it's obvious why they'd want to let her go. Because after all, I mean, like, after all, she just won the Impact World Championship. And they, you know, what better way to take it off her just by firing her over accusations that were completely pointless and stupid? Well, not only, well, the, the thing the thing was that, too, she was in Mexico. Like she couldn't uh, cut a promo or something like that. I don't know. There's lots of speculation on that. But, but still, uh, but yeah, the question: Who would you like to face over there at Impact Wrestling? Yeah, that's one. Um, I don't know. I think I would be honored to step in the ring with any of those women, uh, past, mm-hmm. present. Impact has brought a mm-hmm. lot of good talent oh, yeah. out of it. Yeah, Gail Kim really made, helped uh, pioneer it too. Yeah, I think Gail Kim made that division. Um, you know, made that division <laughs> awesome. Some of the talent there, Jordan Grace, like I said, Jordan Grace, Rachel Ellering, Sue Young. You get Kimberly there, Taylor Wilde, Tennille Dashwood. You can go on. You can, you can go on and on. I mean, oh, yeah, Taylor Wilde recently returned. I, I just, mm. you know, seeing as though you point that out. Mm. I thought she was I thought she was never going to come back, but then again, never say it, never. Yeah, never say never. So, yeah, okay. Plus, you gotta make, and you got to make money somehow, so I can't blame her. Yeah. Brandon, you got something for? Yeah, for this one, how did you get your nickname, Miss Reality? Uh, yeah. So as far as Miss Reality goes, uh, I give people reality checks. Uh, growing up, I loved watching reality television. Uh, that's kind of just what I do. I bring the reality to the situation. I if I see something, I say something. Uh, if someone says something that I don't like, I'm going to make sure I tell them. So I just, uh-huh. I'm reality, you know, inevitable. <laughs> you know, it's kind of remind me of, of Roddy Piper, the reality check in WCW. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that'd actually be good, good to, you know, I mean, did you inspire off of that? No, actually. Um, most of the inspiration is from, again, reality television, such as Keeping Up with the Kardashians, um, oh, as yeah. well as Enzo Amore being the real one. Uh, he basically always said what he wanted to say. Uh, in his promos, he would tear anyone down, no matter if they would kick his butt. Uh, another big proponent yeah, in 
who I am is my first um, seminar that I ever did at hybrid uh, was with Eddie Kingston and Eddie Kingston uh, basically like told me that the best wrestler is someone who is themselves uh, because you have to be real out there. And that's what I do. I'm, I am who I am. Here's another another lesson he forgot to teach you, Maddie. He forgot to teach you that whenever sparklers go off, you got to pretend like, you know, the ring just imploded. Hey, I couldn't help it. Really bombed. Hey, I couldn't help it. It was right then and right there when she mentioned Eddie Kingston. Oh, Eddie. Oh, frick. What'd you do, Jordan? I didn't do nothing. Jordan? What did you do? I didn't do nothing. I swear. I mean, I know I just, I know I joke around. Can you check on her? Oh my God. Cause I didn't mean, cause I didn't mean, I mean if that, I mean, if you got offended then I'll, I'll apologize yeah. right here, right now. Cause that mean, I mean, oh, it's just a joke. I was going to say, I was going to say something in regards to Brandon's question. Yeah. I was going to say Eddie King is a good man, good man to get advice from. Well, Oh yeah, I mean, I, oh, yeah, no, you know, I mean, I was, I mean, not, not gonna lie, I mean, I like Eddie Kingston, not gonna lie. Oh. Did she have a connection issue or whatever? I have no idea, Jordan. I just, I DM'd her right now. See what the hell's going on. Hmm. Oh man! Hopefully she does respond, but if not, then has been a connection issue. Where yeah. is she from, actually? Well, okay. Where Justin announces from uh, Calabasas, California. Oh, I was gonna ask her one a question like, who would she mean mean like who would she like to face in the National Wrestling Alliance? Mm. No. Folks, we uh is there is there weather problems over there in Calabasas that could be or if well either that or technical difficulties. Technical difficulties, weather problems, it could be anything. I mean But I do know this much. That kinda I mean, I don't wanna look like a I don't wanna feel like a dick after, you know, just making that little joke. I mean it's not it's not really that big big of a deal. I mean, I mean, I got nothing against Eddie Kingston. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, because the way her she she reacted after that, you know, that's, that was all that maybe got concerned, and then she got she jumped off. So, and I, and I was like, "What happened?" Hmm. Oh my god! I mean, I was just you know wanting to be funny. You know, I mean, I like doing what I do, you know. I've done this with a lot of people, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean... If she comes back, I'll apologize. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'm sure we can continue the interview if she comes back. Yeah, yeah, I mean... That's a different... I'm I'm not blaming you, Jordan. I'm not. No, I I know. I mean, I'm well. 
Well, the thing is, it's easy to blame me nowadays, but what can you do? Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can get her back. Um, so I guess we can, I mean, we could just start, go ahead and start the topic since, you know, we're already, you know, we got to keep going. Yeah. Mm. So when she comes back, then we'll finish it out. But for, for right yeah. now. We'll start to do the top picks. Let's go, ho. There we go. Awesomeness. All right. Let's see who starts off first to start off episode 87. And it will be when I save it and boom. All right. My first topic was the fact that the Red Sox swept the Yankees. But I didn't want to do that. Oh, God, Eric. But I know. I know. But I just got... You know, I was watching NXT, and it's the return. Now, Ted DiBiase was in the ring, called out Cameron Grimes and LA Knight to the ring. A ladder is up. A ladder is um, descended to the ring, and the Million Dollar Championship will be on the line this Sunday in your house. NXT Takeover, when uh, when Cameron Grimes and LA Knight lock up in a ladder match, whoever gets the Million Dollar Title wins the championship. Which I was that's why I was reacting while we were on with Matt, uh, with Maddie. So I was like kind of shocked about that. So the million dollar title is on the line and in your house. Sweet. That, that means LA Knight, aka Eli Drake, or Cameron Grimes. So so here so that's my and my first topic. Oh, all right. Okay. Let's do who's next, and it will be. All right. Um, give me one second. Hey, did you contact her on Instagram? Yeah. Can you send me her Instagram? I, I want to apologize to her there if I if I hurt her feelings or anything like that. Yeah. Let me uh. Fit. Oh well. Yeah, that's fine. Hold on. Give me. But anyway, I'll go ahead uh and talk. Yeah. Go so. Ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and give myself. Oh, another match just happened. Holy! Oh, got me worried there for a minute. No. Um. Ah. Just... Oh. Okay. Thanks, Brian. Um. I talk. My right here. I want to talk about you know a certain uh, adult uh, cartoon series that was actually um uh, done about a couple years ago when the WWE Network was still its own thing. And I will say that it was a series called um, D- Camp WWE. I remember that. And not going to lie, that series was freaking well done. I mean, in a sense. I mean, sure, there's like 10 episodes of it, five episodes per season, like two seasons of it. But I think it was so freaking cool the way how you have to see some of your favorites, you know, in the series as kids like an animated form but they made it into an adult themed kind of way to now sure there wasn't any like things that could be rated r rated ma type stuff but i will say it was a pretty good deal it was a pretty good deal and the series itself i give it like maybe um you know uh, a 7.5 out of 10 
I hope they make uh, new cartoons because Seth Green working with these guys was pretty good. And I don't know. I mean, I think they work well together. I mean, plus, even during that the production, I mean, Vince, even though I despise the guy with a passion, actually had fun doing this, you know, like and making him laugh and smile, which is, you know, something rare. But. Yeah, I will say it's a very good series, and that's all I've got to say with my first topic. All right. Let's see who will be next. I'm up with NXT results, and this is from June 1st, I will say. We got we start off tonight with a number one contenders match for the NXT Championship triple threat action. We got Johnny Argano, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne and going up against each other. Hold on. Huh. Sorry about Lucky. that. Thanks. Sorry about that, folks. That's all right. As, as I was saying, Pete Dunne going up against Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano in a triple threat match. Number one contender for the NXT Championship. This ended in a no contest. And for some reason, it doesn't provide me the time. But nevertheless, whew. and then we got Jake Atlas going up against L.A. Knight. What of that match, Jake Atlas, at a time at 12 minutes and 42 seconds. And then we have a segment carrying across wants to defend the NXT championship against everyone in that roster. I mean, now backstage, Austin Theory and Oni Lorcan got into it near the trainer's room, both convinced that that their man would have won the triple threat match if if it wasn't for Adam Cole interfering that earlier on the show. So, and then we got the NXT Cruiserweight title match. We got the current champion, Kushida, taking on a newcomer, Carmelo Hayes. One of the matches still. Cruiserweight champion, Kushida. Time of the match, 10 minutes, 57 seconds. And then we have a women's tag team title. We have a women's tag team match. Player holla holla. Holla holla. There you go. We've got Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae, the NXT women's tag team champions, representing the way or the crabby way, as I have to call them, <laughs> taking on the team of Zeta Ramirez and Zoe Stark. One of the match, Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. Time of the match, 3 minutes, 37 seconds. And then, Brandon, you know what the time it is. The main event. We have the NXT Tag Team title match player, Holla Holla. Ah, uh, yes, and more Prime Minister. Yeah, absolutely. We got the current champions, MSK. 
Wes Lee, and Nash Carter. Taking on Legado Del Fantasma, which is the team of Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild, accompanied by, of course, Santos Escobar. What are the match? And still, NXT Tag Team Champions, MSK. Time of the match, 15 minutes, 25 seconds. That's the end of my first topic. All right. Um, for who's gonna be up next? Oh, it's gonna be me. All right, cool. All right. So for my first topic, I'll talk about which is the uh, the two uh, pay per view events that'll be taking place though for one All Out back in Chicago, Illinois. You know, looking forward to that. And now. For full gear, will be in St. Louis. Looking forward to that as well. And many and other dynamite events. We have we have finally get fans of the usual. Miami, Florida will be coming to town on July seventh, along with the fourteenth. Cedar Park, Texas. We already know someone who's from Texas. Then we go to Garland, Texas. And and then also another one took in place taking place in good old North Carolina as usual. But yes, any updates for the events itself? Mm, not really. But that'll be the end of my uh, first topic, as always, for the AEW events. They'll be taking place for on Dynamite and on Pay Per View. All right, the next one. Get it up and. All right, my second topic. Uh, I watched a Bret Hart documentary on A&D this past Sunday. As you know, Bret Hart was one of my favorite wrestlers. The Hart family has been my favorite wrestling family. And I I watched the whole thing. It was well done. They had um, guys, um, they, had, they had some of the family members like um, Natalia, um, Diana Hart Smith was uh, was there. Some of the, some some of Bret Hart's brothers. Um, they covered everything from uh, including Shawn Michaels, Drew McIntyre. They covered they covered everything from Bret's um, career from the very beginning um, to him winning the Intercontinental Title SummerSlam '91, him beating Ric Flair for the uh, tight uh, WWE title in '92, um, after losing the Intercontinental Title at SummerSlam to uh, the British Bulldog. Um, and uh, then it covered everything from the uh, uh, also the Montreal screw job as well, and they covered that. Now I think I think it was well done, and uh, I think um, you know puts Bret Hart in a good in a, in a good light. And uh, I and just to see the, you know to see Bret Hart having a passion for wrestling and still and just got and my my respect goes out to the Hitman and uh, for all the stuff that he's gone through. And now he's enjoying life with family, and and I couldn't be happier for the hitman. And uh, I take my hat off to him. So that's why I always think that the Hart family, despite all the tragedies that have been happening to them, the controversies been happening to them, will always be my favorite wrestling family. And they are the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. So got a lot of respect for the hitman. Salute, and I am uh, very uh, glad to watch that documentary is totally cool. So uh, that will be my end of my second topic. That's why I think about it. All right. <clears throat> the next one up is 
Jordan. Oh frick! I was I had my mic muted on on my headset. Oh. Um. Crap! What was oh man, I was trying to think of something like or in one of my topics. I mean, I was talking about with Brandon. Uh. Oh yeah, I I know what I was gonna say. It was um. Regarding uh, my review, what my plans are for my channel soon. But I will say, though, my re my plans to review, view, um, I got plans to review the TNA pay-per-views, like the three-hour monthly ones that they used to do back when they were TNA instead of Impact Wrestling, like all the way from the 2004 I just mentioned all the way up till their last – TNA branded pay-per-view like Bound for Glory uh, 2017, I think. And and I will say, though, I already got the first two of the first two pay-per-views, and I've already got a lot of Bound for Glory DVDs. You know, like, I only thing I need is 2014, 2015, 2016, and 2017 you know, to complete the Bound for Glory collection. But as for other pay-per-views, I'm going to have to collect that both online and on Impact, uh, you know, shopimpact.com. But I will say, though, it will provide me some better content, and I will do, um, yeah, I hope to make, make this uh, work. So that way I can, you know, build some interest for the channel to, you know, do these reviews. And that's it for my second topic. All right, so now we go into our usual sponsors. We'll start off first with Jesse Carter over there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot, and he'll be coming back, though, in July for some more recording uh, sessions of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. So, uh, Jesse, take it away. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out. Give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, on Twitter. You can follow me at Carter Pink, C-A-R-D-E-R. And then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at the Pro Wrestling Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content, you'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast, it's available everywhere. All right, and our next sponsor, which will be in two weeks from Friday, it will be the 25 with Alex Paris, as he will talk about the 25. Ah, dag never thing. Come on. Looking for a channel that has awesome game shows. TV shows and live streams, all created by Al Paris. Well, the 25 has that answer for you. Coming mid 2021, an all new YouTube channel created by Al Paris brings you the 25, where we have Dan Show, the Bonzi's Jungle Challenge, Million Dollar Sharks, 
and Plank of the Game Show, along with other shows and awesome live streams. Launching mid-2021, you're watching the 25. And we'll have another sponsor as Danny Lewis, as he'll be talking about Redbubble. Hi there, this is Danny Lewis from the Lock It In podcast, telling you folks here at the Randomator podcast that you can buy such great things like the Dirty Gecko t-shirt, the Shut Up Phone Pillow, and the Dad Boy Shower Curtain, only at my Redbubble store. I will put the link in the chat when appropriate, so stay tuned for more designs in the future. Thank you. And finally, but certainly not, not least, as we will have David St. Dennis talking about the David 3000 Network. Thanks, Trenton. This is David Dyson speaking. The one YouTube channel has variety of great content such as TV shows, blogs, game shows, plays, reviews, live podcasts, skits, and bowling. Well, check out the Viewer Thousand Network on YouTube. You will see a lot of great radio content created by yours truly, David Thousand. Go to www.youtube.com slash David Thousand. Enjoy the David Thousand Network. Well, thank you very much, David, along with Danny, Jesse, and Alex Paris. Back on Rant and Rave for episode 87. And to go on to the next topic, it will be. All righty, I'm on again. And I got Friday Night Smackdown results. We start off the night with the Smackdown tag team title match. Surprisingly, player Holla Holla. Oh, yes. Well, technically, this is part one of two between these two teams, actually, for tonight. Let's go over part one. We got Rey Mysterio and, and Dominic Mysterio, the current champions, taking on the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. Winner of the match, and still SmackDown Tag Team Champs, Dominic and Rey Mysterio at a time at 14 minutes and 25 seconds. But the Uso, but WWE official Adam Pierce found some controversy in, in that pin, so a second match between these two teams happened, and and that's for later. That's later for the show. Then we saw the reaction of Roman Reigns, who who absolutely demanded the Usos to fix their problem. You know, and then we had then we kind of got an interview with Seth Rollins, who avoided to answer questions about Cesaro before anything so without even giving an answer. Then we got a match. Carmella taking on Liv Morgan. One of the match, Carmella. Time of the match, two minutes thirty seconds. I think we're gonna going to put an Andrew's favorite word. There we go. Yes. And then we have another segment. Bianca Belair challenges Bailey and more. Bianca Belair made her to the wing and admitted that Bailey's laugh has has been getting it her head every week ever since becoming the SmackDown Women's Champ. And then Belair challenged her to a match at Hell in a Cell. She accepted. So it's official, I guess. 
Mm. And then we got King Corbin taking you mean, on. You mean Boren Snorbin? <laughs> <laughs> taking on, on Shinsuke Nakamura. One of the match, surprisingly, King Corbin. I did not like that one. Mm. Time of the match. Well, I guess this is where we put in the word. One minute, 55 seconds. <sighs> and then we have the Intercontinental Championship match. Apollo Crews taking on Kevin Owens. One of the match, Apollo Crews. He's still the Intercontinental Champ. Time of the match, and even 12 minutes. And then... You can go and say main event. The main event. Again, we have the SmackDown Tag Team title match. Holla, holla. Uh, more Prime Minister yet again. Part two. Still the same competitors. This one ended in disqualification. Yeah, Roman, I got to say something about that. Roman Reigns is an idiot. All right. He wants the Usos to, to get the tag team titles. And the dummy decides, I'm going to Superman punch Rey Mysterio and beat up his son and get my boy cousins disqualified. If you want to rule the WWE and you want the Usos to do everything right, you hold all the gold. Let them win the gold. You got well, the gold, and well the, the gold and the silver. Silver, gold, whatever. They're champions. Silver and gold. The Mysterios are still the champs. The time of that one, eight minutes and 20 seconds. A little less than the previous bout these two had. Overall, well, it was a total of 22 minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. Well, they fought for. But anyway, that's the end of my first to second topic. Yeah, that's all right. And here we go. Next up, it will be. Oh, me. All right. Cool. All righty. Yes. Hey there, Remington. How you doing? Mr. Remington. All righty. Second topic. Yes. I'll be doing a little bit of a uh, little, little uh, review of Dark Side of the Ring. This time, the collision in Korea. Hmm. Mm. Uh, yes. Like I said, I won't be spoiling it too much, you, you know, but but I'll say this. Although the collision in Korea had a, a great event, though, along with WCW and New Japan. Man, great event, though, but I was kind of shocked while watching it before I get on the air. And yeah, 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 it was, though, Rem Remington. Man, my goodness. But yeah, I mean... The collision in Korea, though, man, it's, you know, it gets so much before you get into the uh, the event itself, you know, with and with the country itself, though, like, you can't talk about or talk bad about that country. And I mean, my gosh. And then other stuff that Yep, I remember growing up watching the live WCW Japan stuff in the early 90s. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. But, you know, I'll say this. It was a great episode, to say it the least, you know. Have some, you know, <laughs> Scott Norton talking about his time there. And he was saying that it was a, a hellhole. But, although the event itself, pretty good, to say it the least. But yes, that'll be the end of my second topic for the just a quick review of Dark Side of the Ring Collision in Korea. And let's see, we'll be going up next. Oh, no, not me again. That's out. <laughs> Watch Mania, folks. <laughs> I think we have a lot of that today on this show. Yeah, so you're doing a live stream. <laughs> yes, unedited. Uncut, unedited, and uncensored. Scripted, uncensored, and all that yep. stuff. All That's right, the way, the way we roll, folks. I just want to make this. I just want. I just want to make this publicly known that I have actually apologized to uh, Maddie uh, on Instagram personally. Um, to be honest with you, I wasn't trying to, you know, trying to hurt anyone's feelings or anything like that. I mean, I was just trying to be funny, like I always am. I mean, that's just what I do. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's out of the way. And we'll see who's next this time. All right, third and final topic. As you know, there were a lot of uh, stories about the uh, the Power Rangers new series, B- Dino Fury, moving over to Netflix. Call, call Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I know. Uh, Continue. So, anyway, Dino Fury, the newest series um, that is from the uh, uh, Sentai um, series, uh, Kishi Ryu, Sentai uh, Ryu Soldier. Uh, moving to Netflix, and the rumors are true. And how did I feel? And this is my reaction. And my first reaction was, um, uh, 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 give me a second here. I'm just gonna write something down here. Trying to do multitasking here is not crazy. It's funny. It's not funny. It's crazy. I, whatever. I'm going nuts today. Oh, I'm out of control, Gelman. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> um, anyways, um, at first I was like not too happy about it because they were still, you know, with Nickelodeon at the time and everything else. But I think Nickelodeon, um, just uh, so and, and I thought it was uh, it it was it was like a rumor going around because uh, Chance Perez who plays um, Hoppy the Black Ranger was the one that confirmed this. So and then I thought about it. And I'm like, hmm, I should. I should get, um, I should get that um, Netflix. So I broke down, got one of these bad boys, and decided, well, I might as well watch it on Netflix. So, um, yeah, Mighty Morphin's still on there, and I watched a, a couple, a couple of episodes before I left for band rehearsal. Oh, and, Charlie! Um, oh God! Uh, uh, strikes, so. So, if, if you're a Power Rangers fan, or if you're a fan of any of the shows that they uh, that are on Netflix, I suggest go get go get Netflix. So, Charlie, my Michelle. name is not Michelle; it's Michael. Learn it. And Hangman Charlie, we've gone through enough crap in this show already. Do you have to? Do you have to show up? My goodness. yeah. Do you have to? Do you have to? Uh, uh, mm. What is wrong That's, with him? I've already botched enough. I'm already watching enough as it is. And we already lost Maddie Renkowski for some weird reason. Oh. Okay. 
and and all of a sudden now everybody wants to jump jump on this. Oh boy. Oh, you gotta be almost over. Well, it's a well, it's a lot e easier, you know, uh, jumping off than it is jumping on. But in Charlie's case, it's a lot easier than jacking off than jacking on. Oh, then. All right. So that, a, so bottom line is, uh, uh, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm glad that I decided to get this bad boy just to go on the Netflix account. And just to watch Power Rangers Dino Fury. And that'll be that my third and final topic. And if anybody else stops screwing me, maybe I would have a great and wonderful night. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and hold on a second. And, and Charlie, Cody, the, my name is not Michelle. It's Michael. I'm a grown 21-year-old well, man. We all go through some I crap did. already. So Charlie yeah. and Cody, tighten up. Okay? Tighten this crap up. So must be an internet connection or something. Tighten it up, Charlie and Cody. Tighten Somebody. this crap up. Yeah. yeah. And I, and Michael, it gets worse. I had to sing freaking hit me. Oh, no, 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 no. Baby, hit me, baby, one more it, time. Yeah, you had to hit, hit me, baby, one more time, and you'll love to touch yourself. And I haul back, girl. Mm. You know, here's the thing. Unlike Charlie, at least Brandon can touch himself. Wow. Um, Tighten it up, Cody. Tighten it up. Oh, Jordan. Speaking of coming out. Yeah, well, there's a problem with that. With that, you know, how you pronounced it. You forgot the U. Oh. Wow. Uh, now we're swinging. Yikes! Man. Okay, then. To get back on track, let's see who's next. There we go. Thank you, my, Remington. Thank my you. third. Well, yeah, of course, Remington. I mean, I mean, don't sugarcoat it. What else is he? Oh, good lord. Um, my third and final topic is going to be simply put: what I'm going to do regarding um well the thing is i'm going to be doing some uh like some uh gameplay walkthroughs of spongebob uh, squarepants battle for, for bikini bottom because the thing is i was you know i've actually made a lot of things on my channel public you know as of late and well he can fist but he can't nut <laughs> <laughs> and Leon's presenting a fact there too. Yeah, true. Yeah. Hey. You should try. Anyway, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this real quick. In, in in this case in this case, I'm gonna like be doing some more gameplay walkthroughs. I've already made a lot of videos on my channel public and so that way, you know, we can, so that way I can, you know, build up some more viewers. Because I remember when I got a lot of viewers on that, on that uh, video I did for the, for when I used to do the part one, but now I turn it into a preview because I made the others uh, parts private, which I'm going to have to delete and replace them with a premiere of the first beginning of the game all the way up till, you know, when I go through J jellyfish fields. So that way I can, you know. That way, you know, it can, you know, look better than that. And, you know, to premiere them with a live chat going is 
basically also good for you know for content creating as well and that's the end of my uh third and final topic and i'm being called on a group chat for you know out of nowhere oh boy oh yikes All right, let's see who will be the second to last person to be coming up. And it will be. Thank you, Brandon. And Amber Spencer, thank you so much for making sense out of this. What what does she do to you? One thing I will say, though, I don't know. I mean,. I, I think I prefer Cody Rhodes, you know, than any, you know, Cody right now. Yeah. Then again, I know someone's going to take that out of context and say, aha, now we know you're gay because you like Cody Rhodes instead of Cody Yoda. Again, I say to you, Cody, Yoda, it's Michael, so tighten it up. Tighten it up. But either way, yeah. Uh... But going on for my uh, th- or the final topic. I'm going Major League Baseball on this one. The teams that are playing tonight. We got the Curve World Series champion, Los Angeles Dodgers, taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Dodgers are winning 5 nothing. bottom of the eighth. And then we got the New York Mets taking on the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles are winning 9-2, to top of the eighth. And then in the Atlanta Braves taking on the Philadelphia Phillies, the middle of the six. Atlanta is winning four to three. Milwaukee Brewers taking on the Cincinnati Reds, top of the eighth. The Brewers are leading three to one. Then we had a game that was that was finished. We have the Colorado Rockies taking on the Miami Marlins. The Marlins won six to two. And then we got the Washington Nationals taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays are winning in three to one, top of the eighth. Anything can happen though. And then we got the Houston Astros, or as Brandon likes to call them. Oh, the Trastros. And they're taking on Eric's Red Sox. Yeah, and guess who's winning? Houston. Yeah, the, the, the Houston A-holes, as I like to call them. Yeah, oh, slap nuts because they're the, they're in all slap nuts. And Eric, you talk about Red Sox sweep with the Yankees. Well, guess what? Astros winning over the Red Sox seven to one. I know that. I watch, I'm watching the top game. of the eighth. Top of the eighth. Oh, oh. And then we got the Seattle O'Mara. Really, Cody. Mm. I'm a man, first of all. No, no, no. I, 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 oh, my God. No, oh, no, no. I already told, I already told her. No comment. Hey, please continue, Michael. <sighs> Dang it, Cody. You know. <sighs> Then we got the Seattle Mariners taking on the Detroit Tigers. Tigers are winning, going into the bottom of the seventh, five to one. 
Mm-hmm. And then we have the San Francisco Giants taking on the Texas Rangers. We're all tied up at two. And then we have the Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Chicago White Sox. Blue Jays are winning one nothing. And then we got the Yankees starting a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins. All tied up at two. End of the fifth. And then we got games that, that are currently... And then we have the Cleveland Indians taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. The Indians are leading 5-1. to one. And then we have the Kansas City Royals taking on the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It just started, but the Angels are leading 2 nothing. Still the bottom of the first. And then we have the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the Oakland A's. Top of the second. Diamondbacks leading one nothing. And then we have a game that is just about to start. The Chicago Cubs taking on San Diego Padres. And that's the end of my third and final topic. All right, then. That's... Oh, boy. You got the main event. Yes, I do. And hold on, turn my camera back on. Had to charge that uh, laptop. So, but yes, and I know Jordan knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. And we had cer- a certain someone on oh, the Charlie show. again with this. Just ignore him, and he'll and maybe and maybe yeah. they'll go away. Ignore it, uh, Michael. Yeah, just ignore Norm, like, like, and then they'll go away. Trust me. I mean, it's I'll just mute myself. Yeah, that's the best thing you can do, there, Michael. But yes, we had a certain someone on the show. This one, it was kind of fitting, though. On January seventh of two thousand one, twenty years in the making. It was the last pay-per-view for ECW as guilty as charged 2001 at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. But yes, New York City. New York City. <laughs> the pizza conti sauce. Okay. Yes. So it was Clinton along with um, Sandman, you know, Steve Carino and the guy I'm talking about, which I'll give credit where credit's due to uh, my good friend Jesse Ortiz or Jester Gaming, which is other than just incredible. Mm. Oh yes. And before that incident incident happened, I got a little bit of uh, some, which I have the the proof about this one. Oh, yes, I do. Before all that shit happens. Let me take a look here. Oh, there we go. All right. And then says, I was just uh, finally. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, uh, continue on. Not gonna, I'll just ignore that. I just originally just do my usual thing. I asked him, like, hey, Justin, I'm like, hey, and then how are you? He says, okay. And then all that, you know, 
I asked him if he wanted to be a guest for anniversary, which is the, the usual uh, thing that will happen in October. Yeah, thank, thank you, thank you, Eric. But yes, and then he said he, I'd be glad to do it with since COVID. I've been charging fifty per podcast and per interview. Okay, he said $50 per podcast and per interview. So, basically it comes out a 100 bucks. In reality, and what it says on the first beginning part of it, 50 bucks. And I did that. I don't want to get scammed. By freaking this guy. I mean, we enjoyed having a freaking Just Incredible on the show. But then, saying uh, most of us are doing that now because we are not able to make a living. And we got to do something to make ends meet. And of course, plus Vince Russo. Yes, David. Yes, yes. And yes, it was great for the one-year anniversary. Of but Vancouver. keep it. But keep in mind, you're going. The, the thing is, fifty dollars. Like, okay, so he says fifty dollars per interview and fifty dollars per podcast. And our podcast, and you know, the podcast, it's basically made, you know, to interview people. You know, just like we were trying earlier tonight, right? Yeah. So if he combines that into one. He's trying to make it over a hundred dollars, meaning that's stiff. That, that that's trying to stiff somebody. Yep, that's right. And then I'll continue on. Plus, Vince Russo is my boss, and that's what he told me I gotta do if I'm doing other podcasts. He says that being said, I would love to do it. And I'm like, I was good with that. And then course send it to his paypal as always and then got the payment and then however with that hold on he said hold on i'll go a little down he he didn't show up yeah that's right thank you remington he didn't show up on rantsiversary Nope, he didn't. Charlie yeah. was there, um, I believe, too. Yep, Charlie, yep, yeah, that's correct. Along with our, with the uh, usual, the the used to be co-hosts of Andrew Hawking and David St. Dennis. And then later on in October of last year, on Halloween Day. Oh yes. I told him, "Hey Justin, I know you're a busy man at the at the at the moment, and you needed some rest after your appearance from Taco Shop Mania in Atlanta, Georgia." Well, thank you, Charlie. Definitely appreciate that. So we rebooked Just Incredible January seventh, which is fitting, like I mentioned earlier. And then 
And plus, he said, would love to do it. I really enjoyed speaking to you in Atlanta. And first of all, first of all, I was not in Atlanta. No. It's actually it's actually really funny the fact that he was you know he he's referring to something else and he's mistaking Brandon for somebody else. Oh, Charlie, what what do you? Don't worry, Michael. No, no. Oh, he sent no. me a photo. Oh, he sent you a photo. Oh. Yeah. Via Discord. Oh. <sighs> Hold on. What the heck, Charlie? Nope, nothing on my end. Oh, oh, you're, you're talking. Oh, for you, Michael. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. He, I, I think Brent, I think uh, David sent that on. Uh, yeah. Again, <laughs> again, Charlie. I know that. I think that photo was from David. He sent another one. Oh no, not again. Yeah, nice try though, Charlie. <sighs> yeah, I'm like Mike Wilson 2.0. Is that you? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Don't don't get him started now. I know, I know. But, anyway, by the way, David just said, who wants to pay $100 for an interview? I can go to a baseball game. Exactly. Well, problem here is the difference between baseball and interview uh, podcast in regards to interviews is two totally different um, uh, things. But I will say, though, better to go to a baseball game than having to pay $100 for an interview. However, here's a funny thing for you guys. And Brandon told me this earlier, that if I may say this, yeah, go ahead, Jordan. I, I was informed that that Sabu, the I mean, when I came back to RNR, was paid two hundred dollars for just for forty five minutes to be on here. And you're probably wondering, wait a minute, isn't that like more than what you had to pay for, you know, just incredible? Here's the deal. With Sabu, he didn't have to try and swindle or st- or stiff anybody. Okay. Sabu was, you know, honest about what he wanted to be paid for. And on top of that, he didn't double the amount of regarding, you know, if, if you were to pay for both uh, regards to podcast and an interview to make it over 400 to combine $200 for both into 400. And on top of that, when you see someone do that to you, like wanting you to pay like another $50 for one for um, for podcasting and, and then adding that up for, you know, for the interview, that's just wrong. And it is. If he's honest, he's being... Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, there you go. But yes. You know, and he said, okay, hold. I'm going to get back to where I'm at. Uh, No, no, there you are. And then... And which... First of all, I already obeyed him ahead of time. It was in August. So he's like, and he says, whoops, LOL. I mean, at least 
He apologized. Don't don't do it, Mike. Don't do it. He did it to me again. Don't don't acknowledge it. But yes, um, and you got it. And I am so sorry, dude. It's been rough. And like I told, that's I'm, that's okay, Justin. And then and then, however, oh gosh, give him anything. You know, let's just say. The interview portion of the show. So, Jordan, what was Justin Crabble look like to you while we interviewed? Well, to me, and I was, and I was actually talking with Charlie with this, but he almost looked like as if he was under the influence. I, his face almost looked like that. I couldn't be completely sure until I had to ask, you know, um, ask uh, Charlie about this. Because, you know, and, and the thing is, I really was curious, like, is he going through problems? Like, was he, like, intoxicated before the show? Because, plus, he's also putting the show at great risk. You know, if he's drunk, then some controversy could happen. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know what could happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll just say this. But, you know, and after that, you know, that happened. Hannibal, which I'll give credit where credit is due to, by the way, Legacy of Dragon. Oh, by the way, hold on. Speaking of which, I want to say congratulations on, you know, the birth of your nephew, uh, Dragon. Yes. What episode was this, Brandon? Yes. Okay. The episode was episode. Oh, and, oh, and, oh, and happy birthday to you. But, yes. But yes, it was episode 65, though, David. Yes, it is. So, Will, where he titled the video on June 6th, two actually yeah, two days ago on a Sunday that he titled it Just Incredible Stips Promoter. Yeah, um, I caught and now truth be told we couldn't, you know, we can't play the video right here right now because we didn't have enough time to ask Hannibal for permission. However, I did copy everything he said word for word for Brand to read off of. Yep, which I will go ahead and do that right now. And Hannibal says it in his own words to Justin Credible. You ready, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Justin Credible is in the news, also known as Aldo Montoya. As he apparently took money for a booking... And no showed the booking and then blocked the person that had sent him money. He says that doesn't surprise me. I used him for the Hannibal TV job last February, actually. And not only did he take his full pay for the booking, but he also literally begged me 
for an extra $150 towards what he claims a medical expense. Hmm. And does it get, get does it get better? Oh yeah, it does. And he was given that above his pay for the booking. He ended up getting drunk and only did a four-minute match. He tried mm -hmm. to pretend to have an injury in the match as an excuse for being too drunk to perform. And as you can see that very night, oh, man, he then tried to tell me that the injury angle was just a work because wanted to do it again. So, total piece of shit in my view. Oh, yeah. The first interview I did with him, and thank God, the hotel that we paid for, we made him put his card down before because I got a call the next day after the interview from the hotel because I originally put down my card for it and the hotel informed me that he had stolen the ice bucket and pillows from the hotel. I'm not gonna lie. When I was when I listened to that and hear and heard this, I mean, I'm like in my head, "Oh crap, that's that's freaking funny in a sense." But then again, it's so bad at the same time. Yeah. By the way, when he showed up for the interview, he appeared drunk, and his wife was oh, he his wife also appeared fairly intoxicated, and they had been driving with one of their kids. Not good. So, there's a lot of alcohol, alcoholism in the wrestling business. And to get, go a little bit off topic, that I did an interview with Wild Bill Irwin, a.k.a. The Goon, last night. That did go very long because he was wasted. Oh wait, I forgot. It, it's I that that didn't go very long. It's didn't. I'm sorry. Didn't. Yeah. Thank you for the clarification. I didn't. I've. It's the typo. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all good. Didn't go very long because he was wasted and he decided to get rude. But I want to report today that the agent said the money I gave him towards the interview will be used towards another future interview because he agreed that interview was not worth anything due to his unprofessional behavior. Back on topic. Yes. And the website I posted on the uh, live chat, which you can go check it out when you guys can. Yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, like the video itself is actually pretty good. Uh, and Hannibal, I mean, like, despite not ever getting that contract with the WWE, still, you gotta admit, like, he is actually one of the best out there in in the indie scene or in a 
you know, in regards to like an, in a Canadian, you know, stance. But point is, if this was going on like beforehand, like the thing is, he was trying to stiff, you know, um, Hannibal just the same, like, like the same way he tried to stiff Brandon in regards to the interview, which to me, and, and I mean this in all, you know, honesty, that is freaking pathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, crap. I was trying to be professional, being the uh, booker of interviews, but then trying to decide, oh, it's $50 per, per podcast and per interview. And I put the, the 50 that's what he said on the first one. And plus, that's contradiction right there. Yes. Yes, it is. But yes, um, like I said, uh, big thanks to Jesse for uh, sending me the uh, the link for that. Posted by pwpnation.com. And the title says, Just Incredible No Shows GTS Wrestling Bookings. Block Scrim keeps payment. Yeah, that that right there. And like I said, and it's not really good for him, not going to lie. It's not. But yes. Oh, Grim's Toy Show. I subscribed to that channel. It was a really, really funny and entertaining show. I feel bad for Grim. Just incredible. Did that to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? It's you know what's so bad. It's like you know with when it came down to credible for anniversary this past October. It's like you know he when he didn't no show for us. I felt a little pissed off, but I didn't want to show it. But you know. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, when you make a commitment, you got to stick by it. But I guess that, I guess that, you know, chivalry is dead, of course. Yes. Everything old school attitudes are dead in, in this time period, unfortunately. Yeah. But unfortunately. just so we're clear, folks, Brandon ain't done yet. Oh, yes. That's right, Jordan. It's going to be much better. Oh, yeah, it does. And by better, in in, in opposite, it only gets worse. Yes, Mm. indeed. Oh, yes. Here we go. Time to read that that thing saying, it turns out that the ECW arena was right in 1997 when they dub Just Incredible and it quotes, Just an Asshole. (laughs) Yeah, I, I actually laughed, you know, the moment when that was even said, like, just an app hole. And I'm like, oh, man, that's that's a new one. Yeah. And then, according to, according to owner, promoter, and top star of GTS Wrestling, which Eric mentioned, Grim, just incredible no-showed multiple bookings, kept the advance payment, and blocked Grim on all social media platforms. And yes, and there is the evidence right there on Twitter, which is right there, King Grimm, the GTS Heavyweight Channel, at Grimm's Toy Show, said this, and which is going to be the following. Before I read off the all the screenshots that he uh, pulled out, which I'll give credit for credit to Grimm. I'll be right back, guys. That's fine. All right. Not a problem. Okay. 
It says this. A warning to other promoters. Unfortunately. Hold on. David just said replace Justin with Brandon. Okay, that's pretty good. Yes, that's – yes. But either way, let me re re redo that again. A warning to other promoters. Unfortunately, at PJ Placco, scammed me and no-showed multiple times for a prepaid booking. Then he blocked me on everything. I was warned not to work with him, but I thought better of him. I was wrong and got beat out of a couple hundred bucks. Oh, yeah, here we go. Could have been worse on our end. We could have gotten beaten for a couple of 50s. Yeah, true. But did the right thing on my part. So, And I wasn't going to abide for that crap. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? And, and I, I'm actually proud of you because you know you, I me mean, because – not a lot of people can see through the lines of when you're getting, you know, when you're trying to get scammed or, or, you know, like, like, um, God, what is that word? I'm oh yeah, not only stiffed, but also swindled, you know, not going to read that. I'll just look at that later for now. Oh uh, yes, it was, it was before. Let me take a look, which bear with me folks. Just gonna read in in the uh, dates where he says, saying, "Are you still good for today?" Oh, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm on my way. Should be there by 11:30." He's like, "Awesome, see you then." And however, does it get worse from here? Yes, yes, it does. It does get worse. Where he says, how far out are you, brother? And Justin says this in his own words. I had a huge problem. My wife and I got a huge fight. I don't want to go into specifics, but the police were called. And I had them here, and she left with the car. I really don't want to talk about to do... Talk supposed to be talk about it, grammar. About to do it, I'm sitting here shaking. I apologize. I can come after WrestleMania. A fight? What? Oh yeah, yes, David. That's right. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Grim. I'm not like this. You know that. I really do apologize, bro. Getting that saying by you know who. It's kind of funny how, you know, he's saying one thing right there, but then this is where we go along the lines with the other. Because we see when you make a commitment and you are and you're also highly paid for it. You're best to, you, you are, you are, you know, you are bound to show up no matter what. So, in essence, I believe that, you know, regardless of what he got into, or regardless if he was shaking still, 
I mean, like, and plus, he said he didn't want to go into detail. Um, isn't the isn't the cops being involved enough detail enough to know the what was going on for you to reveal that much? Well, uh, Jeffrey says, "Who are we talking about?" Well, like I mentioned this earlier during the main event, we're talking about just incredible. Where we got to interview him, the let's just say January seventh was very fitting. Like I already mentioned that before. <sighs> but yes. It was fitting, but then again, the previous uh, <laughs> agreement he made, I mean like he never he made a no show because he was exhausted at the time. All right. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yes, it is. I'm gonna go Woody Page in a minute. Jeepers. <laughs> but yeah. And then I'll continue on. I'll call you when the event is over. I need to talk to you about this. If you want me to send you the money back, I will. If you don't want me to come. I don't know how I'll do that, but I'll try. I don't want to piss and, and freaking uh, grandma didn't um, do the whole thing, but that's all right. And then saying this on March 25th on a Thursday at a 5.31 p.m. probably Eastern time saying this. Hey, man, I got a bit of bad news. I was at a rest area right on 684, and I got rear-ended. I'm fucking screwed because I don't even have insurance on the car at this moment. I'm getting it towed, and to be honest, I don't think I can make it on time. If I could, please postpone it till the next one. I don't know what I'm going to do, bro. I'm fucked. Not your problem, but just let you know. I'll call you when I get everything situated. I'm stressing. Sorry. Please let me know. You've got this, dude. I'm stressing. I, I agree. Being tired is no excuse. Such a bad excuse. I, I understand that. You know, I mean... At the time, I, I mean, we, we could have chalked it up because, you know, you're because he's having to travel. But then again, there's also a time where you got to, like, you know, uphold your commitment, you know. Like, here's here's a funny story. Sabu, for realsies, didn't want to do the interview when I came back on r r because the thing is, he was, like, very nervous. He even admitted it on air, you know. And the thing is, and you know what's so cool about Sabu? Despite, you know, being nervous, he, he decided to, um, to overcome his fears, you know, and, and he decided to come on the show because he made a commitment after, you know, being paid, of course. Yep. Oh, get out of here, David. Hey, Kevin Hash, really? That's, that's probably, that's probably trying to find a needle in a haystack. Now, if it was now, now if it was Scott Hall, I mean, it'd probably be trying to find, you know, um, like a bottle of, uh, you know, a Jiffy Lube in a haystack. 
I know, I know that was a dick move, but then again, you know. I want to find, find a thing of Jiffy Pop in a haystack. <laughs> uh, but yes, either way, I that is it. But there's, like I said, there's more to this. This is as unprofessional as it can get in professional wrestling. And what the... Charlie, what the hell is this? Oh, Charlie. Knock it okay. off. Okay, hold on. I'll, I'll be like, Charlie, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> yes. But yeah, uh, continue on. I'll try to reread re this again. This is as unprofessional as it can get in professional wrestling and business in general. Grim also. What the frick was that? Uh, never mind. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Grim also put PJ Placco on blast by posting complete bullshit excuses. As to why he wasn't going to show up, as you can see in the Twitter post above, which we uh, talked about. We know that Justin Credible has had his personal demons in the past. He has been publicly vocal about it on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Speculating on this kind of topic is difficult to do, but we've seen tales like this over and over again in wrestling. There are other promoters also putting Justin on blast for pulling this stuff, and there's he goes by the name Crimson Cruz. That's his uh, Twitter name, and then oh, so there are hints of truth. That's what he said, and then he goes, and they also username of California WZWA, you know, California, but kind of fitting, but trying to end up being in a funny way, and said this: he did it to me too, and Hambone from the Hambone show. There's a track record there. Hambone, that's a new one I've heard. <laughs> yeah. And then we did inquire with Justin Credible for an interview a few months ago. He was looking for upfront payment that for that as well. And we we passed. Yo, be, yo, PJ, make up the bookings, and everyone will post about how you did what was best for business. Promoters book you because of the matches like the one below, which it will give you an example of Raven versus Just Incredible ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. But yes, anything else to add on? Well, I think I'll say this. No disrespect to Just Incredible, but he's a, a piece of shit. Truth be told, I got nothing against the guy, but I just know one thing. Like, we're not doing this to try and hurt him in any way, 
I mean, if anything, we're trying to do the opposite. Like you gotta, you know, be a man of your word and you know, and stick to your commitments. Otherwise, you're gonna make yourself look bad, not just towards your fans, but to the rest of the promoters who want to book you. Like you almost made yourself look bad when we, when Brandon tried to book you. Like when you wanted a fifty dollars for the interview, but then the other fifty dollars for the podcast appearance, which is complete bullshit. Especially with the fact that you don't just try and swindle or, you know, or stiff somebody. In fact, that's what I'm going to call the incredible stiff because it's just incredible, you know? So at the end of the day, I just know that you need to like take responsibility for your own actions. If you're going through personal problems, then try to, you know, overcome them. Try to like put that aside and do what you got to do what you're paid for. But then again, if it's that too much of a risk, then you're going to have to like trust some people of what has happened and maybe they won't reveal it. Who knows? But then again, all I know is, is that you got to get yourself fixed up, Justin. I mean, I mean, we'd love to have you on again, but then again, I don't know if you were completely sober at that time now because you were obviously going through problems back then and you're probably, and you're also probably going through problems right now, which I'm, you know, again, no disrespect to you, but still like, I, yeah, I'm done. All right. Any other guys who wants to, for the thoughts on just incredible? Mm. I got no, I got nothing to say at this point. All right, that's fine. I'm fully understandable. I mean, uh, this this was um, now it's kind of a shame that something like this would happen, but hopefully, Mr. Credible gets the helping needs. And oh yeah, and and plus I still got this um, we'll have the Maddie Rankowski's on my mind still. I kind of felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I'm still feeling bad. Like, I mean, you know. You know, there's, oh, folks, here's what, I, here's what I think. All of us, we're, on, we're not perfect guys. I mean, we just, we just, we just did this pod, do this podcast for fun and for laughs and for giggles and have a good time. And, and Brandon's worked very hard to get some of these good people on just to, you know, for us to talk to them and get, get them questions. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And kudos and, to him. And we're, yeah. And, uh, we're not professionals at this, to be to be totally honest. We just try to ask simple questions and hopefully, you know, make people feel comfortable. Yeah, we'll say we'll we'll say things that you know, you know, kind of triggered you know an offense. We don't know if that was the case with Maddie or not. You know, I kind of feel bad. And she was really a nice person. You know? Oh yeah, I mean Absolutely. yeah, I mean I wasn't. I mean I wasn't trying to. And truth be told, I wasn't trying to, you know, make her feel embarrassed or try to bury her. That's not my intention. I was just trying oh. to be funny. I mean, oh. the, th the thing is, the difference between a burial and and a joke are whole to totally different things. Yeah. But I did, but I did apologize to her on Instagram myself. And if she ever gets back in contact with Brandon, um, I hope you know that wasn't the case. But if it was, then again, I apologize sincerely. And mm. maybe if she ever comes back, then maybe they can you know, do one without me. Cause, because I felt like, you know, I did, I mean, I didn't really, you know, think I did anything wrong, but if I did, then I apologize. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not perfect people by any stretch of the imagination. We're not professionals. I mean, we have, 
uh, for me, I have an everyday job, you know, in the mornings at least. And I have, I have a life outside this thing, you know, and, uh, Same here. and just, I'm just, I'm just honored to be part of this, just to, you know, have an opportunity to, like I said, to be, um, to interview people like Sabu and Ricky Morton, which was like, you know, as an older wrestling fan, mind blowing. Zach know? Allen. Yeah, Zach Gowan, he was really cool too. He was totally awesome to be around. Matt Taven, as I'm late. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, you know? and you know, and the difficult part for me was trying to ask him the, the the questions that are not stupid or dumb, but then we end up flubbing up, and it's like you know, it's like, well, what do we do? You know, we botched the whole thing, but you know, but I want to give a shout out to Brandon for Martin for just really doing a heck of a job getting these good people in here and uh i'm hoping that we get more people in here i know and yeah i mean we're we're gonna be doing I, what i do know from regard, regards to the titles of the future are in our episodes we're gonna have more than one interview yeah. um but yeah um if she ever responds back to you just tell her that you know that if she ever wants to come back then that's fine if if and if she needs to be paid again, I mean, like I'll like tell me what what it is, and I'll send it to you my myself through maybe a PayPal or whatever, and then you can pay it again. So that way, I'll be actually, the one paying for it, not you. Actually, it was actually for free. It was for free. Oh, it was for free. Yeah, I thought she was. Oh my god. Sorry, Jordan. I know he felt uh, very, okay. He okay, you know, okay. You know what? I'll I'll give you I'll give you this. At least you don't pay for everybody because they can do it for free. But the shut up! You're not taking shit. You, you little like like you know what? For, the, for that little comment, you keep making your jokes. Keep making your jokes about money. Watch what happens, David. Watch what happens because your little joke about my money will not save you from the afterlife. Because you'll be going to hell. Like, seriously. <laughs> you see, folks, just as always, we like to joke around. Now, I will never – now, I, here's the deal. I'm never going to compare a wrestler to a joke that we're interviewing again because, I mean, I want to, you know, because that's how it's going to be with me from now on because we can take this as a learning experience. Oh, yeah. Even though we're not professionals. Now, if she ever gets back into contact with you, uh, just let her know I've, you know, I did send her an apology. I don't, I mean, she can accept it or not. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't mind. I mean, I, I'll, 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 I'll get what I deserve, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be major heat or major, you know, cold mm-hmm. shots. I don't know. I was going to say about something about Eddie Kingston. He is a good, he would be a good. Oh good, yeah. Oh somewhere. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Kingston is one of the greatest, man. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm just, you know, the thing is, I was just joking around for the fact that, you know, what he did at AEW Revolution, which was kind of stupid, but then again, it, it's made into a joke. You know what I mean? I, I think it was not his fault, though. No, 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 no. It wasn't his fault. No, I'm not. I'm not really blaming Kingston for that. <laughs> but I will. But I will say, though, um. I will say though it was actually you know pretty, you know, something like. Yeah, yeah. I meant to say before she uh, bailed out is that um, Eddie Kingston was a good person to get advice from because he's 
and been in the business for a long, long time. And I kind of, I kind of like him and Moxley as a tag team. I thought they were, they were crazy. They were, you know, over the top. Like I said, my favorite moment from those two was they, yes. the way they laid out young bucks and they stole their sneakers. I thought that was hilarious. So, and uh, you know what I would have stolen instead of their sneakers, I would have stolen their Snickers because after all, I'm not me when I'm hungry. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. But, so, uh, but yeah, we've David mentioned this, uh, Randy West. Yes. Randy West was another one. He, he Episode too. Yeah, he was, was he, very was impressed he, with us. Was he free for, for real? Yes. Yeah. Dang, dude. I thought most of these people were getting paid. Nope. Then nope. again, I can't can't expect anything less. I mean, I know you, you know brands not made out of money, but still, I mean. And they were and these guys were nice enough to do the interviews with us, which is really, really cool of them. I would have stolen a Taco Bell and McDonald's. Speaking of Taco Bell, it was great walking back into a Taco Bell restaurant and goofing around with a kiosk again. Just <laughs> I missed that. I missed that. When the pandemic when the pandemic hit and we and they only did drive throughs I've always liked to order um stuff a certain way when we had uh, we had the uh the kiosk. The kiosk. I usually go in the kiosk, okay, this is what I want and Okay, what's the one I want on it and all that good stuff? Yeah. And, and then when the pandemic hit, that was out the window. I was like, can we just get it outside at least? And we do it outside. But no. So when they started back here in Massachusetts, when he started um, loosening up the restrictions and all that and started reopening some of the stuff from the inside, I walked in a Taco Bell and it felt real good just to get order something for a kiosk and just do it. It, it felt real yeah. good. I kind of missed that, so I'm glad they decided to open everything back up. And yeah, so uh, thanks for giving me a subject to talk about, David Three Thousand. David, you know, you know, uh, we can we can end it after the next ten minutes. You know, we could still keep chatting. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but you know, first of all, I will say, like once again, I apologize to Maddie. You know, once again. Second of all, I want to like say this in advance to apologize to Justin Credible if he watches R and R because the thing is, the thing is, dude, there are things you need to be called out on, and not gonna lie, that whole thing which you did the first time when it came to came down to Brandon. Let's just say this: me and Brandon, when we started this all, now hold on, you know what? I'm gonna go one better. When we started all this, it was, you know, all about wrestling, you know, and we're, and we're also doing various, you know, now we're doing various things, you know, various subjects and you shut up back there. I'm trying to say something, you know, very good and positive. Yo, <laughs> some, what? Struck again, I come home from rehearsal and there was a cat sitting on our porch and the two dogs are going crazy over. But yeah, so when we started all this, you yeah. know, it was all, you know, mostly wrestling at the time. Yeah. And the funny thing is, it's also coming from two men, men like me and Brandon, who are wrestling fans, who love the product, who love the, you know, the pageantry, the, you know, the athleticism, you know, and everything, you know, from A to Z with it. And when 
And when he decided to bring on wrestlers, like legit wrestlers, when we first started with Drexel, the devil himself, Drexel, that was just only the tip of the, you know, like, mm-hmm. like of the very beginning, you know. And as we've, you know, later interviewed more people throughout, you know, the past two and a half years, you know, or one and a half years, you could say that it's been a one real roller coaster ride because, you know, these wrestlers that pop up every now and then, like guys like we just talked about, just incredible, who, you know, who's going through problems, but yet we should have figured out what he was going through even before we had him on. And, you know, we, you know, I used to joke around saying I would love to have, you know, new Jack on here, but then again, I start to think maybe I sh- we should have, I mean, and true. He may have been a very controversial figure, but here's the thing. What hasn't been heard about the guy? Mm. He's human. Just like the rest of us. Right. And, and plus like, like Eric said, we're not all professional. Like we're not real professional interviewers. We're just here having fun. Hmm. And if you're not here having fun, what's the point in even doing this? Exactly. So, and then we have guys like, you know, like Ricky Morton. That was like one of the great, I think that's one of the greatest episodes in a sense, because the interview was like actually the whole show in general. Yeah. And I actually had a good time with that. And then there were other interviews, you know, like, um, and then there's Zach Gowan, who we've done twice. Hope we can get get him for a third time, you know, to do a third and final round, which is you know kind of interesting. And then, and then the list goes on. Now we're gonna have guys like James Ellsworth, and then there's C.W. Anderson, another ECW original, and and then there was Sabu as of re- recently a couple weeks ago. I mean, the thing is. When we started all this, it started out from nothing, but then became something much bigger than that. And I'm pretty—I'm actually proud of you know what I'm able to help build for Brandon in regards to the show. But the thing is, we don't want to try and exploit another wrestler or another person's personal problems unless we have a good reason to. This right here was pretty much a good reason to, because it was already being, it's already being talked about. And, you know, we need to address something because we don't know if someone was completely, you know, like 100% sober at the time. Like, because we don't want to, you know, because sometimes you don't want to risk what's going to happen, like during the live show. Mm. So a lesson to all of you out there, like in regards to booking and also paying, mind you, make sure you got you got to make sure someone is very you know cleared up, sobered up, and all that. Like Jake the Snake, for instance, or Scott Hall. You know, I I, I joke around you know a little bit with Scott Hall, but regards to what I just said earlier. Thing is, I got no th- nothing against the guy. It's just a joke, you know. But still, I will say though that. They're more sober than ever. They've already fought their demons. And I would love to have that one of them on the show one day. But then again, it's it's an impossible task for the time being. But then again, you can't ask for much. And with Brandon doing what he can do to book, I give him huge props. That's all I got to say. I'm taking that. 
It has been quite the eventful day. Yes, it has. Mm. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. What went on and then everything went happened here. And uh, I got I got to tell you, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to make. I was actually going to say something in regards to your question, Brandon, but. Oh, well. Mm. Sorry, Michael, if I did. I was like, dang it. But mm. then when she left, I was like, dang it, I can't say it. Mm. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's why, you know, a lot of times, you know, you know, it is the internet. And we're, expe we're, we're expected to get weirdos who, who don't even know us from a hole in the wall. Or, you know? For, or know us from, you know, Adam. Yeah. Oh, noise, yeah, noise from Adam to uh, say crappy stuff about us and to us and everything else. And then when we have a chance to interview our favorite celebrity or wrestler, you know, we end up saying, saying something stupid, you know. And it's like, uh, okay. Not know? everybody. Yeah, I mean, like. And, or, you know, when we say something and like not everybody takes it the way, you know, the way it's meant, you know. And it, it, it happens. You know, it, stuff like this. That's why, you know, when it com comes to drama and all this good and all the stuff that's been going on, um, I try not to focus on that. That's why my YouTube uh, channel is I'm focused on fun, entertainment, you know, laughter, and just you know, say funny stuff just to you know get a laugh, you know. Yeah. I try to be very, very careful what I say too, because sometimes you know. I mean, yeah, and I'm trying to do what I can. In my own case, but then again, I mean, I wasn't even, you know, trying to say something dramatic, but I was trying to make a joke right here tonight. But then again, don't get me wrong. I think she's a she's a beautiful lady. You know, she's got a bright future ahead of her. Mm. But, you know, but, I just yeah. want to know I meant no disrespect. Uh, so, I mean, I'll take. I mean, I'll take the heat. You know, like in regards to this. All right. Yeah. Because because if there's one thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take responsibility for this. Good. 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 Yeah, I was gonna tell her that uh, Eddie Kingston is a good man to learn from because he's one of the. You know, like I said, he's been around the block. He's done all that, and you know, he knows how to cut a promo. He's one of the toughest ever. So. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I was going to say I was just joking, but then again, huh. but I don't know. Huh. But anyway, I think uh, we're about to run out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, let me know if you, if she ever gets back in uh, contact with you again, Brandon. So that way maybe we can fix all this up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And if she ever wants to come back, I want to pay her. You know, I mean, like actually pay her because I don't, I don't care if she wants to do it for free. The next, if she, if she wants to come back, I want to pay her because I think I pretty much owe her that much. You know, out of you know, yeah, not absolutely. to, because I don't want to feel like a total like dick for you know, for, but then again, <sighs> but yeah, folks, I'll go ahead and do the usual outro of what I usually do. Um, that's gonna be it for 
uh, episode uh, 87 of Rant and Rave Podcast. If you like this, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance to live chat, please do, be sure to comment down below in the replay of this uh, live stream. Also, be sure to subscribe to Brand Martin and hit the notification bell if you haven't done so already to be notified when he does a video or a live stream like this one at all times. Same goes to uh, Eric Lima and uh, Michael Bombardier and yours truly, J Man's Legit. And uh, with that all being said, oh, and also be sure to catch um, uh, the Hangman Outcast this Thursday night. And you will see uh, Jerome Latimer versus Tom Willis in a debate over Mortal Kombat 2021. And we will see who will win and who will lose because someone's prepared to die this Thursday. So with that all being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for an even better day tomorrow. Now, if you excuse me. I've got to wait for my parents to figure out what time they're coming back. So, good night, everybody. Yeah! And, yes, we already mentioned uh, next week we'll be having James Ellsworth joining us. Hmm. Either way, guys, y'all have – and also keep ranting and raving. And good night, everybody. Good night. Bless up.